Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're planning a meeting, conference, or special event in Missoula, consider the Wingate by Wyndham. Our event space is comfortable and flexible. Whether you need an intimate boardroom meeting or a conference war 100, Missoula's Wingate is the perfect fit. Our audio-visual equipment, upgraded internet, and flexible food and beverage policies allow you to put on an impressive show without breaking the bank. Call us at Missoula's Wingate, where we make you feel at home when you're not. Coulter, how we doing? You feeling good? course you are it's a friday i mean how could you be feeling bad you know what i mean already drank my florence coffee oh yes okay good i see what you're doing there signal it it is a friday and every friday around here we take a little florence coffee company coffee break happy to do that right now thanks to florence coffee company for setting us up with these get myself an uh uh this is back-to-back days of coffee thanks to scott who hooked us up yesterday just drove by dropped us off florence coffee today we get florence coffee as well it's a friday you can stay up late you can sleep in the game's not till seven o'clock tomorrow night or if you're a, a, a grizz fan you got all the time in the world to sleep in do whatever you want enjoy your weekend the way that you should you go Florence Coffee Company right now. You get a Florence Coffee Company kiosk near you. They are everywhere. You find them, you get one, and uh, you have yourself a very nice weekend indeed at Florence Coffee Company. Coffee break. Coulter, uh, the Grizzlies, Sacramento State tomorrow. Uh, we want to talk about this game, and we will talk about this game, but we uh, have an opportunity here to uh, to speak with Troy Taylor, who is the head coach of the Sacramento State Hornets. First-year head coach uh, there, and he's been outstanding. Just quickly before he joins us here in about 30 seconds, Coulter, what has impressed you most about Sacramento State from this year compared to last year? I know they had a bunch of injuries and all that, but just in terms of their persona of this team. Just fun. They're having fun. I think that the the element of team chemistry and team continuity and understanding intangible elements of football, like knowing how to win, knowing how to finish, what does it mean to win, what does it mean to finish, what does it mean to represent for a university, those are things that have escaped the quote-unquote metropolitan schools in the big sky by mm. and large. But you see Bruce Barnum's first year. He brings those guys together. And when you have the amount of talent that Portland State had its first year, when it comes together, well, holy cow, they win nine games. And they beat multiple FBS teams. They beat multiple ranked FCS teams. And you're like, well, where where has this been all along? 
Well, they've always had the dudes. They just never knew how to play together. Sac State's always had the dudes. I was going through all the history of the Grizz-Sacramento State games. Buckle up tomorrow because the Grizz and Sac State has been a great game for 20 years. Right. The Grizz have just always won it. Somehow, some way, barely, or by a lot, or whatever it might be, they've always figured out a way to win it. But this Sac State team has a whole new aura about it, and I yeah. think that comes from Troy Taylor. SkylineSportsMT.com to read all about it. Go check that out right now uh, before the game. You want to be ready for the game, SkylineSportsMT.com. That's where you go for it. We go now to the Rangish Brothers RV phone line for our Opportunity Bank Coaches Corner. We welcome in the first-year head coach of the Sacramento State Hornets, Troy Taylor. Coach, thanks so much for taking the time out with us. We know it's always a busy week when it's game week, but sandwiched between both Montana schools, that's pretty good. So we appreciate you coming on with us. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for thanks for having me. You bet. Well, I would think you're doing pretty great. Undefeated against FCS competition, number 15 team in the nation, uh, first ranked team for Sacramento State since 2011. I realize that's kind of all exterior to probably what you're focused on and all that, but why has it been going so well for you in your first year at Sacramento? Well, I think, uh, you know, to start off with, when we got here, uh, the kids, just bought in and uh, they were very hungry to be successful and willing to do really whatever we asked them to do. So that, that was a great start. And then uh, I guess before that, just being able to hire the coaching staff um, that we have here, it's just an outstanding staff. And, you know, Andy Thompson, of course, a Montana kid um, or played there um, as our defensive coordinator is phenomenal. And then Craig Polson and other, uh, Montana, old Montana guys, our defensive line coach, and he's he's phenomenal. Jeremy LaPant, our special teams coach, also went to Montana. So, um, and a bunch of other guys that are just outstanding that really love being around uh, student athletes. Really bright staff, um, and uh, I think that's been the the main thing. And then you know we've stayed healthy somewhat, and um, and, and and had some some uh, great preparation and. Our guys are executing all those things that kind of make up a successful, you know, team have, have happened. Your offensive acumen and and your offensive play calling ability has been well chronicled and and already had a reputation at the collegiate level, both from your time at Eastern Washington, your time at University of Utah. When you look at the defensive side of the ball, you mentioned those guys with the Montana ties and the deep Big Sky ties. Why was that important to you to hire guys that did know the league well and that had come from a successful program like Montana? Yeah, I think it was really important. You know, I think. Having a familiarity, obviously, with the, the big sky, I think, was really important. Uh, but besides that, it was really having a like-minded vision. Um, I really like guys that are that are really competitive but super positive and just kind of believe anything's possible. They enjoy what they're doing. Um, you know, we don't we don't look at it as a grind around here. We really feel lucky to get paid to coach football and be around these student athletes and. We enjoy every moment. There's nobody dragging their feet around here talking about the grind of the season. Uh, we we really love it. And, and those guys that you mentioned all have that personality. So um, that's where it all began. And then obviously the big sky ties. And then uh, to top it all off, they're all really, really bright guys um, that uh, know how to prepare student athletes in the right way. So it was uh, I was very lucky to have all the, uh, to be able to hire all those guys. Andy Thompson always been a good friend of this show and a, a good friend of Skyline Sports and all the different coverage outlets that we've had. A great dude and I'll always love talking football with him. But he, the way he's evolved as a defensive coach, I thought his comment yesterday uh, to us was was interesting and spot on. He said sometimes 
you can just sit there and you can get hit, or you can be the one that swings back. You can be the aggressor. <laughs> and it seems as if his aggressive style of defense fits perfectly with your offensive style. What do you think of just the marriage between the, the two uh, styles you guys like to play on each side of the ball? It's uh, you now you hit it on the nail right there. I mean, he, he's been an unbelievable um, addition to this staff. Um, you know, I knew who he was. Obviously, he's very well-respected all over the country. Um, and then when we talked on the phone, really for the first time ever talking, um, I just kind of just told him about my, my vision, and, and he just listened. And, uh, you know, I try to be as transparent as possible with that because I don't, when guys get here, I don't want it to be different than what they, they thought. And um, he really connected with it. And i got to be honest with you, man, it, it feels like we've been friends for like 30 years. You know, I've become really, really close. He's, like you said, he's an unbelievable person, exceptionally sharp. Um, his football mind and his familiarity with different defenses and offenses has been a huge help for us on our offensive side of the ball. And then you, you said it, um, it's a really good marriage in terms of uh, his philosophy. On offense, we're, we're an attacking style. We're not going to uh, fear getting people hurt or getting the quarterback hurt or um, we're just going to attack in different ways that we can and be the aggressor. And he does the exact same thing on defense. So um, he has full, he and his staff have full autonomy on that defensive side of the ball. Um, I give them no input because they're so talented and they know what they're doing so well. I just don't go out and do your thing, you know, and if we have any struggles on defense, those guys are smart enough to figure it out and adapt. The best thing I can do is just um, leave them alone or let them do their thing. I think really good people don't like to be micromanaged, so I just stay out of their way, um, and I just work on scoring points or trying to score points and and then uh, kind of manage the team. But um, he's been exceptional and uh, in more ways than one. Yeah, well, you guys got to be good friends because 48 hours after talking on the phone, he was living with you, from what I understand. So that's, uh, you know, that's pretty open communication, I would think, right there. Uh, pretty good. Troy Taylor joining us. He's the head coach of Sacramento State. Sacramento State, the number 15 team in the nation, hosting the University of Montana this Saturday. And, Coach, we want to talk about uh, Kev- Kevin Thompson, who we have had on now a couple of times as well. And we know how talented that he's been. Obviously, you know, some of the terrible injuries that he's endured, but he's playing at an extremely high level. How much, how big a deal was that to know that he was in place when you were thinking about maybe trying to take this job? And what have you been able to do with him that maybe has, has taken him even to another level this season? Yeah, I mean, honestly, the first time I met with him, we, he, he walked into the office and he just found out that day, coincidentally, that he had two years remaining in addition to what you know, he was, was a senior. So that didn't happen very often. So that was good news. You know, they anticipated that he'd get one, but he ended up getting two. The NCAAs get a little kinder in that area. So we were the beneficiary of that. But uh, Kevin's fantastic. He starts with his attitude and his work ethic. Um, he takes very seriously. Um, and, and uh, because of that, I think his teammates really respect him. He has been through a lot injury-wise, but he's uh, Ryan Dietrich, our, our strength and conditioning coach, has done a great job strengthening him and his mobility and all those things. So he stayed healthy, and a uh, big part of that has been our offensive line has done a great job of protecting him, of giving him time to throw, and you can just see his confidence has grown each week where he's, he's not thinking, he's just playing. Um, and uh, that's the whole key to great sports performance is when you kind of get out of your own way and let your instinct take over, and that's our goal with our quarterback is that they don't think a lot. They just play. They go through the progression and don't doubt themselves, uh, play with a lot of confidence and a lot of instinctiveness. 
Um, and he's done that, and he's making great decisions. And he's, you know, in our offense, honestly, if our quarterback doesn't play well, we're probably not going to win. Our team won't win. Um, so it puts a lot of pressure on the quarterback, and he's played really well. So it's going to give us a give us a chance every week if he continues to play like that. Last week specifically against Montana State, you guys seem to be one step ahead schematically uh, for the entire game. And Jeff Choate said as much after the game and in his press conference on Monday, said that you guys just had him schemed up. You knew the weaknesses. You attacked him thoroughly and efficiently. Uh, what did you think of just the overall execution last week, and how do you carry that over into this week, uh, a big matchup against the Grizzlies, against a much different style of defense? Yeah, well, thank you for that. Um, you know, Montana State is a very good football team and incredibly well coached on all, all three phases of the game. So, you know, it's just one of those days that we, we executed well and play, our quarterback played really well. So, um, you know, in terms of this this week, these guys are another great challenge, another team that's really well coached. Uh, they do, they're a little unorthodox in what they do defensively, um, but it's very sound and it's very challenging. Um, you know, Kent Bear was actually my defensive coordinator when I was a player at Cal, so that's the kind of experience he has. He's been around for a while. He's a sharp guy. Um, you know, we got our work cut out for us, no doubt. This is a very proud and um, uh, incredibly uh, great tradition of a program that expects to win, expects to have success. He'll come in here well-prepared, and uh, we're excited to have him, but we know it's going to be a, a great game. You know, we are uh, six games into the season, and we've watched every Montana game. We're still trying to figure out exactly what in the world's going on defensively. They have that funky 3-3 base with five yeah. DBs and that. But <laughs> when when you look at it, I mean, you're the pro, for goodness sake. We <laughs> defer to you. So what, what, what is it, though, that, that, that Montana does defensively that is so unorthodox? Well, they just they, the way they do it, you know, it's kind of a, a, if you're familiar with Rocky Long at San Diego State, it's, you know, kind of, kind of, it's a version of that. Um, they're adding different different guys into the box. I mean, there's there's about three or four guys that can can be added in the box, and it makes it challenging because you're trying to account for everybody in the run game. Um, and then there's a variation of ways that they can bring pressure, um, and so it keeps you off balance. There's no question, and it it, it, it because it's a little unconventional um, in a good way, I think. Um, you know, it's hard to prepare because it's it's not like the team you played the week before or two weeks before that are really similar. So, you know, hopefully we're that way on offense where when you, you play us, we're a little bit little bit different. That's the goal, at least, so that uh, you feel a little bit uh, anxious or have a little bit of anxiety because we're different. But that's certainly the way Montana is on defense is you play them and you're like, well, they're different than most teams. And I think that creates uh, a, a challenge for you offensively. Just the overall scope of this matchup, you guys defeated the highest-ranked team Sac State has ever defeated a year uh, last last week against Montana State, number six team in the country. First win at Bobcat Stadium since 1991. Like Ryan and I were saying, you'd be hard-pressed to find any team ever in the Big Sky Conference that played and defeated Eastern Washington, Montana State, and Montana in consecutive weeks, but you guys are on the brink of doing that now with Montana coming to your house. What do you think of just the magnitude of this matchup with the number 5 team in the FCS coming to Sacramento? Yeah, you know, we, we're we're pretty pretty focused on the process. It's kind of the only way we know how to do it. Um, so we're, we're, we move on quickly from wins, and we, and we do the same thing on losses. I just I don't think spending a lot of time reliving a loss or celebrating a victory. I think we try to, you know, obviously the locker room is a different environment. 
you know, after a win. There's no question about that. But um, I think my job and our staff's job is to be the same guys regardless of what happens. And so we've been able to, to maintain that. We've, we've made a promise to our players that we'd be the same way on Sunday, a win or a loss. We're going to tell them the truth. We're going to look at the tape. Um, but you guys know shoot, you can play a great game and lose, and you can play horribly and win. So um, we try to move on. Those were great wins, but we're, we're, you know, we're totally in this moment and mindful that we have a huge challenge coming up on Saturday, and we'll play it and we'll enjoy it. Um, we'll see what happens, and then we'll move on to whoever we play next. But you know, you just can't get get caught up and and thinking too much, too far back or too far in the future. Sacramento State head coach Troy Taylor joining us. And, Coach, last question for you, and it's it's kind of broad. I don't normally ask this, but I'd like to ask it to you. In, a, in your first year as a head coach, you know, in the Big Sky Conference, you have a reputation, and, uh, you know, that precedes you to an extent but hadn't done it at the Big Sky level before in terms of being a head coach. You talked about buy-in at the beginning, and a lot of coaches talk about that, but it doesn't happen all the time. How is it that you were able, both to your players and especially to your staff, because you did get a great staff together, were you able to, I hate to use the word sell, but but present yourself and your vision in such a way that they believed you because everybody thinks they want to do that, but not everybody's capable of that. Why are you able to do that? I don't know. That, that's a really great question. Um, and I, I, I do think it's about, uh, you know, explaining and articulating your vision. And, uh, and I only think it really works if you're authentic about it. And I spent a lot of time, uh, and I think it's really more of a discovery process of figuring out what makes you tick, what, what's your philosophy, what do you believe in. Uh, you can't make it up. It's got to be something that's sincere. People won't buy it or they won't buy into it. So I spent a lot of time uh, you know, over the past probably 14 years trying to figure out what I'm all about and what I believe in the the football aspect and competing. And what I, what I discovered is that for, for me and now for our staff and our team is that it's all about love. We, we love playing football. We love competing. We love being here. And so I tried to attract those same type of people as coaches and listen, you know, we all originally got in or most of us got into playing sports because we loved it because it was fun. And somewhere along the line, it's been lost a little bit at the collegiate level where it's become kind of a business and there's a lot of pressure and a lot of stress. And I guess what we're trying to do is we're trying to enjoy it. We're trying to have fun, but don't get me wrong. We, we want to win. Um, we put a tremendous amount of preparation and we're demanding and detailed and discipline and all those things. But at the end of the day, we're playing a game, you know, we're not, we're not finding a cure for cancer. We're trying to score points, and entertain people and have a good time doing it. And I just do not think that, uh, people operate as well under stress. So I try to alleviate stress or staff tries to, um, we try to build people up and we hold them accountable and all those things. But I guess that's been it. And it's just my sincere, uh, belief in this vision that we can do it this way. Um, and the kids have bought into it and you know, it's, it's been fun. Well, Coach, it's certainly been fun to watch. I can tell you that. We were there Saturday, and we're certainly looking forward to this game this coming Saturday. Best to you uh, throughout this week and the rest of the season. And, and, and you got a great team, so you're going to be there at the end. We're really looking forward to it. Congratulations, and, and thanks for being with us. Hey, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. That was fun. Colt, there's something people may not know about us, but we work at a company. Imagine that. We don't just broadcast from our bedrooms.
I mean, I've wanted to work from home, but the studio is here, and we also have to do sales things, and we also have a marketing department, and we also have a general manager and a program director. We are a very integrated unit here. We even have office telephones. The only voicemail you have that's not full. That is a fact, and it's not full because Blackfoot gives me enough space to have it all. And Blackfoot has all the things that we use for our business to make it run functionally. In fact, did you know that today's phone solutions are changing the way businesses operate? To communicate more effectively with colleagues and customers, companies are turning to hosted voice. You know what they call hosted voice solutions? VoIP. What is VoIP? Well, they're the hosted voice solutions that keep up with the business demands. And Blackfoot has their own hosted voice solution, or VoIP. It's called Ergo. Sounds elegant. Ergo certainly is elegant. It's also secure, scalable, and state-of-the-art with 24-7 local account management and support. If you're interested in learning how Ergo can support your business needs, visit goblackfoot.com slash voice to learn more. One more time, it's visit goblackfoot.com backslash voice. Blackfoot takes care of us, Coulter, and it can take care of you. There you go, Troy Taylor. That was fun for us. We appreciate it very much. Man, just to talk to him, right, to hear him just to hear what he says, but also how he says it, right? It's such, we talked about this yesterday, dispositionally, he's so unassuming, but also honest, authentic in that way that that sometimes you don't necessarily always get. It's always such a big persona out of these coaches sometimes, and he goes the other way with it, but, but a blast to talk to him, and we certainly thank Troy Taylor for being with us in our Opportunity Bank Coaches Corner. It's, it might seem so obvious when he says, I just don't think people operate well under stress. You, you just think, well, why doesn't everybody operate right. like that? But so often college football programs and college football staffs operate under the fear of failure way more than they operate under just having fun. I think it's one of the things that's lost on college football. Yes. Everybody's just grinding, 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 and it's a great accomplishment. It's such a great proving ground for young men, and I think that's why we love it. But that's truly like what's setting Sac State apart right now is they're just having fun. Well, and he said, you know, when you started playing sports, when any of us started playing, it was because it was a blast. And he, and at some point, you lose that. You know, they talk about that for school. Your kindergartner can't wait to go to school, like loves it, first, right. second grade even. And then, I don't know, middle school, it's just dread. So, you know, what what happens? What changes? I don't know. But for sports, it becomes, it goes from play to works at some point. And sometimes I think it's also assumed that if you don't, uh, if you're not hardcore, that you're not being serious, that you're right. not competitive. Right. Troy Taylor's having a great time. I watched him on the sidelines in Bozeman last weekend. He's when they're hitting a big play, he's skipping up and down the sidelines. He's like a loving Pete it. Carroll going on. I mean, he's right? loving it yeah. when he when he dials up a good one and then they hit it. He's like, yeah, he's yeah. pumping his fist. He's skipping up and down the sidelines. He's having a great time. And I think it's it's it uh, it trickles down to the players, no doubt. Well. As a coach, too, I think it's important. There's not a right way and a wrong way. It, you got to be who you are, right? And I think that you can save both for Troy Taylor and for Bobby Houck. That's they. Nobody's lying to anybody about who they are, pretending in any way. And even though they're so vastly different in their approaches. Speaking of Bobby Houck, you were down uh, at practice on Wednesday talking to Coach Houck. We wanted to save this and kind of play it and set it off. Both these coaches next to each other. So here you go. A couple of minutes from Wednesday with the University of Montana Grizzly head football coach. Well, last time I was down here talking to you, we were talking about Rob Fancy, Mike Bearder, but now this coaching staff has a lot of crossover as well. 
especially when it comes to young guys that played for you that are now in the <laughs> coaching business, they give you a sense of pride that guys have stuck with football and made a career out of it. Like, yeah, Andy I don't know, it makes me feel old. <laughs> but you're not that old. But it's yeah, crazy no, you got, have guys that are no, we've, we've got Brandon Fisher at Southern Utah. Right, right. There's, a bu- there's a bunch of them. There's guys that worked with us at Weber. Yeah. So it, it's going to be uh, every week. But, yeah, I that guys enjoyed it enough and thought that they had uh, um, a good enough experience that it's something they wanted to keep doing is, is pretty cool. Andy's career was interesting because, you know, he came to play for Mick Denny, then he played for Joe Glenn, then he played for you, one of the few guys that had all that crossover. Did you see coaching abilities in him back in the day? Yeah, certainly. You know, he came here as a quarterback right. and then uh, and then moved to eventually to linebacker where he, he did a good job for us, but he always was pretty tuned into the X's and O's part. Craig Paulson, the first time around when you guys were here, your defenses were trademarked by playing so hard. It seems like he's got that D-line playing hard, too. Do you see some carry over? Is it, is it a Craig Paulson-style defensive line that you see when you watch Sac State? Well, Craig's just innately a tough guy, mentally and, and physically tough, and he pushes that with, with his guys that he's coaching, and you can see that carry over for sure. He's got them playing well. You mentioned some of the stuff that Andy's carried over from his time with Jerome. What do you think of just the way that defensive schemes have evolved? Because it seems like that's the answer to the question every week. No one's running the same stuff <laughs> that they used to run because you can't. Everything's gotten so uh, much more in-depth, but the game's changed so much. What do you think just the way that defenses have evolved in college football? Uh, you know, it's kind of like you have to have a defense that's, uh, that's more uh, flexible, I would say, week to week because – uh, it's, there's one or two things. You have to have a defense that's extremely flexible or one that you do one thing and one thing only, which right. if you're good enough to do that, that's great. Um, because in any given league, you're going to defend the spread, you're going to defend the eye, you're going to defend the option uh, or some form of that week to week to week. So you have to be able to defend all of them. I know you talked about Kevin Thompson and, and helping recruit him to UNLV, but now you got two former UNLV quarterbacks kind of going back yeah. and forth. What do you think of that dynamic of this game? Well, it's kind of cool they know each other. I mean, obviously when you spend time together in a meeting room, there's going to be some rivalry, and and it's uh, I think that'll be fun to watch. There you go. 7 o'clock tomorrow night, Sacramento State. University of Montana in a, a big, big matchup, the game of the week, certainly in the Big Sky Conference and uh, one of the games of the week nationally at the FCS. Coulter, we heard from both coaches. We've talked a lot about this game. What do you think is going to happen in this game when you look at this? I, I think it honestly just comes down to exactly what we just talked about in that last question. I think it comes down to what quarterback plays better. So I do think that these two teams, they're very similar, actually, in their personnel strengths and weaknesses. I think that they both have uh, decent secondaries. I think Montana's really good at safety. And I think their corners are are good, but they're not elite yet. And it's so hard to be elite at corner in this league right? because of the guys you're going to go against on the other side. And I do do think that Sac State's the best run-stopping team in the conference. Montana's the second-best run-stopping team in the conference. I think Montana has the best linebackers with Dante Olsen, but Sac State has the best D-line. Uh, probably, I mean, Sac State and Montana State probably have the two best D-lines in the league. But Weaver State's in there, too. But Sac State, is, their D-line is the real deal. They smashed the Cats' run game last week. And so that, and then on, you know, w- when each team has the ball, they have an X-factor at quarterback. So then who can w- win the one-on-ones on the outside? That That's always going to go in Montana's favor, in my opinion. I do think Sac State's probably better on the offensive line. Uh, so we'll see how that matchup plays out as well. Can Sac State run the ball against the Grizz? We'll see. They've proven that they don't need to, though, because Kevin Thompson's been so savvy and because Elijah Dotson's been able to fabricate so much 
extension of the run game and the pass game because he's such a threat out of the backfield. So I, I think this is going to be a really good game. I think it really just comes down to whose set of skill players plays better. And I think that Elijah Dotson's the best skill player in this game. But I think that every other of the best skill players in this game all play on Montana. Yeah. And I think that that's going to give the Grizz a decided edge. Uh, and I think they're going to I think they're going to be able to score the ball prevalently just like they have against all FCS opponents. The not having Wash Montana play in two weeks now, um, and not not even not having Washington play, them having not played right. in, in this bye week. Um, again, I don't think it's a hindrance per se, as as Coach Houck sort of alluded to in the press conference. But but I do get the fact that if you're just rolling, you just want to keep rolling. And then they're healthy, which is uh, a lot of times you need. Right. Like Montana State needs this bye week desperately because they got to get Troy Anderson a little bit of juice. They got to yeah. get Isaiah Fonse something back. Montana's healthy. Yeah, they are. By and large, uh, they're very, very healthy. And maybe maybe this allows you to go and get more work done in the more traditional sense totally. in that respect. Uh, I guess the, the question is just how do you, you know, keep the fire lit, so to speak. But I do think, I, I'll say this, Sacramento State is is going to be the best team Montana will have played, not named Oregon to this point, even with the UC Davis uh, game. And Interesting, yep. And yet Montana has answered the call every single time. I think that these two teams really go head-to-head. I think they're both really, really well-coached, head coach and on down. Uh, But ultimately, this seems like uh, I think Montana is ultimately the better team and ultimately will lean on Sacramento State. I do not foresee a blowout or something like that, but I think in the second half, Montana just being better and just being very smart about the way they go about it. They have not been a, mis- a team that's prone to mistakes, nor has Sacramento State been. And so at that point, it's sort of, it's almost like a, a bit of a talent thing, like what's going to win out. And like you said, I mean, outside of Dotson, probably all the skill players and, and uh, you know, line up good for the Grizzlies. And by the way, you talked about the, the Grizzlies secondary and the corners in particular. We also, it's a big unknown to me for Sacramento State, what's there on their coverage. Certainly. And so, um, you know, if they can get the ball out, you got Giorgio Bean is coming. You know what I mean? He's he's going to win up front along with some other guys oh, at, at times. And so that's going to be a, a big X factor and if they can create some turnovers. But by and large, I think Montana leans on Sacramento State and gets this win tomorrow. I really do. They're going to have to chip on Obina, I think, because I do think that Montana, I think they've solidified the interior. I do think their tackles are are better, but I don't think that they're on par with the best edge pass rusher in the league in George Obina. So yeah. I expect Colin Bingham and Bryson Deming and you know, probably Nick Ostmo uh, when they're uh, operating out of the gun. I think those guys will have to be, be in in pass protection as well. Yeah. You know, guests, the Wingate by Wyndham is the Missoula Hotel that truly offers something for everybody. No doubt. It's conveniently located near the airport, easy for when your friends come to visit you. And you know, of course, my favorite, water slides. That's right. they got an awesome water park with a sweet water slide that's perfect for families, groups, and birthday parties. With the Wingate, they also have a terrific business travel rate, large meeting spaces for you and your clients, and one of the best rewards programs you'll find anywhere. Talk to me about breakfast. They're not messing around with the Continental. They got the full breakfast spread, man. That's what I'm talking about. I need that. They got you covered there as well. Just down the road from the Missoula Airport, the location is quiet and convenient. 
The parking is ample and free, and the staff genuinely cares about taking care of their guests. The Wingate is at 5252 Airway Boulevard. You can also call very simple, easily memorizable number, 541-8000. That's 541-8000. The best hotel at the best spot for a hotel near the airport. Let the Wingate by Wyndham in Missoula make you feel at home, even when you're not. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. Good afternoon, Ryan Tutel, Colton Nuanas, 102.9 ESPN Sports Center. Here is some sports news for you. Helena Capital Junior two-sport standout Danny Barch is committed to the University of Montana women's basketball team. She confirmed that to the Helena Independent record earlier this week. Barch chose the Lady Grizz over offers from Carroll College to play both basketball and volleyball and from Montana State to play volleyball. Barch's twin sister Paige is committed to Boise State to play volleyball. Last basketball season as a sophomore, Danny earned a second team all-conference honors in the Western AA. She is also an all-state talent for top-ranked Helena Capitals volleyball team. She's expected to sign with the Lady Grizz in November of 2020. The Montana State women and the Montana men are the preseason favorites according to the media in the preseason Big Sky Conference polls. Bobcat women are led by five seniors that include preseason Big Sky MVP Fallon Frege, and they earned seven of 21 first-place votes in the media, five of 11 from the coaches. The Lady Grizz were picked fifth by the coaches and seventh by the media. Despite losing four standout seniors to the Montana men, or the media's picked to win a third straight Big Sky title, and Eastern Washington is uh, picked to win in the coaches' poll. Eastern Washington, Montana, and Weber State are all top three overall. Tonight, ALCS Game 5, the Yankees got a win to stay alive. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Aspen Sound. Things are matches from Student of the Week. Right now, it is Tutel and Nuanas. 1029 ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Hi, how are you? Great to be with you. We are broadcasting live from the Kurtz Polaris Studios. Kurtz Polaris at 2904 West Broadway in Missoula, Highway 83 in Sealy, and online at KurtzPolaris.com. Well, happy now to be joined by our Mattress Firm Student of the Week, a senior from Three Forks High School, Hannah DeLate. Hannah, thank you so much for being with us. How are you today? I'm doing great. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Uh, you got a lot of stuff going on. You are you are contributing in all kinds of ways to your community in Three Forks. Do you know I was in Three Forks last weekend? I stayed at the Sacagawea Inn. I had a wonderful time. Love Three Forks. Yes, it's a beautiful town. Have you been up to the Have you been up to the uh, headwaters of the Missouri? I have. Have you ever floated down on that, like on an inner tube or something? I haven't. No, I haven't. But my friends do it every summer. Okay. Well, here's what I'm telling you. Okay, it's your senior year. Join them next summer. Okay, <laughs> get in the river, my dear. This thing is great. It was beautiful up there. Love it. Okay, I'll do that. Okay, good. Well, now that we got that out of the way, let's talk about you a little bit. Uh, you uh, have joined and are working with an organization called Family, Career, and Community Leaders of America. Tell us, what what is that? Um, so FCCLA is the only student-led organization um, that focuses on family first. And so we do a lot of community projects and um, chapter service projects. So every time we'll have like a meeting or something, we always do some community service project that gives back. And um, then we do projects that 
focus on like traffic safety and um, stuff that will better the community. How long have you been involved with this organization? Um, I started my freshman year, so this is my fourth year in FCCLA. And when you say it's a, it's a family focused, what does that mean? What what does that what does that entail? So like um, we focus on like bettering the family and the um, relationships in our community, and so yeah, we have everyone involved, and we try and make a relationship with everyone. And you mentioned the fact that that uh, a lot of this that you've done has been related to traffic safety. How did that become the uh, the sort of the the one of the central focuses that you've been working on? Um, well, FCCLA focuses on traffic safety, especially because like teens are the main um, target point, I guess you could say, for traffic safety. Mm. So um, it's good to work with teenagers and get them driving safe at a younger younger age. Now let me so, let me ask you this because uh, my understanding you've done you've done some bike safety stuff for the little ones, but also for the high schoolers. You had a Mario Kart tournament uh, to uh, promote traffic safety. Yeah, so we're actually still working on that. Um, it's like a fun way to get people involved, and then we'll use like the drunk driving goggles and stuff and provide distractions. And it's a fun way to get the high schoolers involved because it's often hard to get them. Right. Well, in activities. I am a veteran Mario Carter, okay? That's what you need to know about me. And I would say uh, of all the games, it probably promotes traffic safety the least. I mean, you're jumping off of ramps and you're doing all the things. But now I understand. You're getting people, and that's uh, that's very good. Hannah Delight, she's joining us. She's our match from Student of the Week from Three Forks uh, High School. And, Hannah, you are headed to Minneapolis at the end of this month. Is that correct? What are you heading over there for? Yes. So, um, Mike, well, like my uh, peer and I are going to Minneapolis for traffic safety training. So we actually got a grant to go and we'll basically go there to learn how to do our traffic safety projects better and what they want of us, what they ask of us to teach other people. Have you ever been to Minneapolis? I have actually I have family over there. So what are the main things you hope to learn uh, in Minneapolis? Um, I just want to learn how to get more people involved in, like, the best way to get the message across and um, more ideas on what to focus with with traffic safety. Hannah, are you a doggone Vikings fan? No, I'm not. Oh, that's my girl right there. Okay. I don't even care who you do root for as long as you were just uh, just utterly opposed and hated the suggestion that you might be a Vikings fan. That makes me so happy, okay? Well done there. <laughs> yeah. Okay, who do you root for? I vote for the, or I go for the Packers. Look at this, Coulter. Oh, this is why man. she's the student of the week right here. Packer fan. I got my Packers hat on right now. Hannah, okay, that's what she, that's, this is great. I'm so happy about this. Hey, last thing for you. You're heading off to college next year, and you already know what you want to do. You're headed to Sheridan College there in Wyoming and are pursuing a career as a dental hygienist. Is that right? How did that get on your radar? Yeah, um, so when I was little, I, like, enjoyed going to the dentist, which was weird. And so I'd bring my friends over and clean their teeth and stuff like that. So I was just a little weird kid, and I, I just grew a passion from it, I guess. So I like teeth. <laughs> well, I mean, that seems that seems like the perfect thing right there. You know, our boss loves teeth, interestingly. <laughs> and I'm glad that somebody else is out there who's got a passion for it as well. Hey, if you're into it. <laughs> 
Good for you. We need all the dental hygiene we can get. Hannah, thank you so much for being with us. Have a great trip to Minneapolis, a great senior year, and best to you uh, down in Sheridan as well, okay? All right. Thank you for having me. There you go. Thank you. Hannah DeLay, Match from Student of the Week from Three Forks, Montana, Three Forks High School. If you want to nominate a student to be the student of the week, you can go online to mattressfirmmt.com. You click on the Montana Students tab, and you can put your student in there, somebody, a niece, a nephew, a child, a grandchild, a friend, somebody you know, and uh, they can be the Mattress Firm Student of the Week. They'll do a, a feature story on them on SWX Television, interview here on ESPN Radio, SWX Montana as well. And then they will also be in the running to be the Mattress Firm Student of the Year, the winner, which will come to a vote in the spring, $3,000 scholarship from Mattress Firm. So very cool that way. Again, mattressfirmmt.com uh, and the uh, Montana Students tab once you are there. Uh, we'll take a quick break. Colt, there's something people may not know about us, but we work at a company. Imagine that. We don't just broadcast from our bedrooms. I mean, I've wanted to work from home, but the studio is here, and we also do sales things, and we also have a marketing department, and we also have a general manager and a program director. We are a very integrated unit here. We even have office telephones. The only voicemail you have that's not full. That is a fact, and it's not full because Blackfoot gives me enough space to have it all. And Blackfoot has all the things that we use for our business to make it run functionally. In fact, did you know that today's phone solutions are changing the way businesses operate? To communicate more effectively with colleagues and customers, companies are turning to hosted voice. You know what they call hosted voice solutions? VoIP. What is VoIP? Well, they're the hosted voice solutions that keep up with the business demands. And Blackfoot has their own hosted voice solution, or VoIP. It's called Ergo. Sounds elegant. Ergo certainly is elegant. It's also secure, scalable, and state-of-the-art with 24-7 local account management and support. If you're interested in learning how Ergo can support your business needs, visit goblackfoot.com slash voice to learn more. One more time, it's visit goblackfoot.com backslash voice. Blackfoot takes care of us, Coulter, that can take care of you. It's time once again for our favorite Friday segment with Carolyn, the chick who doesn't know sports. Brought to us by Missoula Winery and Event Center. Hello, Carolyn. How are you? Hello. I am great. It's Friday. Yippee. Um, life is great. So, so very happy. Yes. I am in a great mood. Glad to hear it. Uh, it's nice to see you. Uh, what is it that you got for us today? Well, Dennis Rodman is the gift that keeps on giving. Isn't he? Isn't he? He has been charged with uh, charged with battery for slapping a man in Florida. Really? Twice. Witness David Lee Roth, not <laughs> the one we love, oh, we know and love. Just happens to have um, the name. Huh? Witnessed Rodman slapping a man two times in a bar. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I don't know. That seems not that surprising to me, I guess. I just wish he'd get it together. I mean... Wishing he'd get it together is sort of like, I mean, wishing that you could float, right? I mean, it's it's sort of... I can float. You can't float. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm the only one who's pinned here to the planet. Uh, I, I just... Oh, I have that. You meant in water. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, I can float in a pool, Carolyn. It's a good thought. You know, I hadn't considered that. Oh, Unbelievable. Wow. I mean, Dennis Rodman is who he is, right? At this point, I mean, if you know, I don't, I just don't know. Yeah. I just don't know if there's 
like a getting better uh, thing that's going to happen there. Uh, you know, at some point, you know, being an international diplomat runs dry and you got to get into a little fracas in a bar in Florida. Yeah. I mean, it comes with a max one year in prison and based on his history, he may be going to jail. No, come on. What, you know, how many times has he been in jail before? I don't know. I, don't I think know. zero. Never. Yeah, exactly. Do you think he has the money to pay a lawyer? No. And- no. Okay. Definitely. <laughs> I guess he could hawk some of his gauge earrings and nose rings. Sure. Sign so, a couple pieces of, uh, you know, a couple of basketballs and you're good to go. Would people buy those? Oh, are you kidding me? Really? Do you know how many people there are collecting all sorts of weird things out there in the world? Yes. All right. All right. Well, And that's not even a weird thing. It's a great thing. I'd buy one. Would you? Oh. I mean, for the right price, I probably would be outbid. What would you pay? For a... For a Dennis Rodman signed yeah. basketball? Yeah. $49.95. Get out. You pay that much money? You kidding me? What? $49? That's not that much money. No, it is For not that Dennis much. For a Dennis Rodman signed basketball? He's in the Hall of Fame. He is? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I realize freak. I realize that it's not like a, uh, you know, uh, you know, Kardashian signed <laughs> gold cane or something <laughs> like that, but Some it is, Yeezys. it's pretty great. All right. Well, I would not pay that. Okay. So just note that. Okay. Um, and I would not pay that for you as a gift. I was thinking Christmas is coming, but. You're going to find something else to give I'll me. find um, some Kardashian signed gold canes for you. I really appreciate that. Maybe a pair of Yeezys. Do you even Yeezys? know what that is? No idea. That's Kanye West's shoe line. Oh, no, they won't support my foot. I have a bad feeling That's about true. that one. That's true. All right. Do you have something to say about this? Uh, what else do we got besides exploiting Dennis Rodman? The Nationals relief pitcher, Daniel Hudson, okay. missed game one to be at the birth of his daughter. Correct. Big time controversy. And people are really upset about this. Mm, where are you at? I think, of course, he should be at the birth of his daughter. Mm-hmm. What What kind of, he'd be, you know what, he's screwed if he didn't go because people would be mad at that. Right. He's screwed if he misses the game. He made the right choice. He made the right choice. 100% the right choice. All these people whining about what it, it the, Game 7 of the World Series does not matter. I mean, it does, but no. No. Got to be there. You got to be there. He's a relief pitcher anyway. Right. I don't know what that really means, except he's like second string. When somebody's <laughs> arm starts to hurt, oh, then they have to the come baby. in and relief them. Your arm hurts. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, isn't that their job? Uh, it is, it okay. is their job. Well, anyway, I'm 100% for Daniel Hudson and being at the birth of his child. And I think anyone who has something negative to say about it can go. Take a leap. Take a leap. Okay. Take a long walk off a short pier. Very nice, Buckta. You're such a great mommy. <laughs> okay. All right. Lastly. Yes. Tiger Woods is writing a memoir. Okay. It's called Back. Is it really called back? I mean, that's the that's the working title. I mean, of course. I think course. he could have come up with something better. Yeah. Like, I think it should have been called The Back Nine. Yeah, or just, I don't know. A Tiger's baby. Mo- Tiger's memoirs. Yeah. Rawr. You know that's what? a tiger. I'm You're not welcome. interested in this. 
I'm not interested in the autobiography of Tiger Woods at all. I'm interested in biographies about him by people that I trust, but I don't trust him, so I'm not interested to hear what he has to say about himself because I just don't, I won't believe it. Agreed. I'm not interested in any of it. I just want to see him play golf. I, I wish would he would read, never speak again. I would read it if he goes into explicit detail about all of his transgressions. Now, look, what in the world is the matter with you? I didn't mean explicit in that way. I meant explicit like, what is wrong with you, Tiger Woods? You were married to the most beautiful woman. You had two adorable children. I need to know what happened. What do you mean what happened? Fame and money and just entitlement, the same thing that made him the golfer that he is, made him the person that he is. I want to know what he was thinking. And I also want to know what happened that night. Did she really come out swinging with a golf um, club and hit his car and make him crash and that whole thing? Yes, I want, the answer I want is the full yes. Picture. Well, you've got the full picture. You just said you just got it all. You just said it all. I want to know what he was thinking, what he was feeling. Oh man! <laughs> now that is that's all I want to read. I mean that that you're hearing what Tiger Woods is feeling. The last person to offer that to you is Tiger Woods. He feels True. nothing. True. He's a robot. Robot. Yeah. All right. Fine. So don't read back unless it's got the juice. Not OJ. Got it. Okay. What else? That's, That's it. it. Woo. <laughs> Excellent contributions, Coulter. Thank wow, you. Wow. Yeah, really. You're well, I've been carrying this segment for six months. So oh. I figured I'd let Gus and his coffee breath do it. <laughs> well, we didn't have to wait for you then if you were going to be this, you know, into it. Chicken Doesn't Know Sports brought to us by the Missoula Winery and Events Center. Carolyn, a pleasure as always. It really is, isn't it? Whether you're traveling to Missoula for business, a family visit, or to watch the Grizz game, the Wingate wants to be your home away from home. Call the Wingate to find out how we can take care of your next trip to Missoula. From conference rooms to great complimentary breakfast to an indoor water park, We have what you need and what you want when traveling. The Wingate of Missoula is a proud supporter of Grizzly and Lady Grizz Athletics, and we look forward to making you feel at home when you're not. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia when you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore. You can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.